How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everybody, Rihanna M. Hill here with Jenny. We are so excited to have this wonderful guest who is also a podcast host herself. Jenny is a podcast launch, launch strategist and manager that helps female entrepreneurs launch and grow their podcasts and start generating leads on autopilot. She also hosts Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, which strives to help her help passionate women start their podcasts and build an audience of raving fans. When she's not working on her business or recording podcast episodes, she's hanging out with her hubby and two golden doodle puppies. So, hello, Jenny. Welcome to breakfast. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. Enjoying some rare sunshine in Washington, (laughs) which is quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't get too much sunshine there, do (laughs) you? Not this time of year, that's for sure. (laughs) So, let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? Okay, so I've been thinking about this. Um, I am a pretty plain Jane person, um, so sometimes I just like them plain buttermilk with, you know, um, regular syrup, and then sometimes I like to be a little more exciting and add some chocolate chips on top or eat more blueberries, so that's kind of my jam. Makes sense. Kind of depends <laughs> on the day, depends on the mood. Yep, exactly. Very good. Well, who are you? What makes you, you? So as Rihanna mentioned, I am a podcast launch strategist slash manager. So um, I have had this business for over three years. Um, it's actually not something I started originally. It was, I did social media management first. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my business a little bit, but um, about myself, <laughs> I am a puppy mom. Um, I love to... Um, read books. I like to dance. I really love music. Some people refer to me as a human Shazam. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. I just, I have a variety of random interests. Um, I obviously love podcasts. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm very introverted too. And I'm a type one Enneagram, if you guys know what that is. So very organized type A type of person. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Very cool. Sounds like you'd be a great person to bring to music trivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would totally school people in that. Score. Good to know. <laughs> well, t- why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your business now? Yeah. So like I said, I am a podcast um, launch strategist and manager. I own the Savvy Podcast Agency where we help people with their podcasts. So we do anything from editing, um, just editing, and all the way to full production. So editing, show notes, graphics, audiogram creation, all the different things. Um, you know, it's just a very, you know, very niche business. I used to do social media management then I kind of niche down to this and it's just so, so much fun. And I just love helping people with their podcast because it's just one of those things that people never really thought that you could do. Like, I didn't think you could do this. I didn't think that people would be podcast managers. I didn't think people would pay for that, but they do because it's such a big production and people don't really realize that until they are podcasters. Would you, would you agree with that? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Definitely didn't realize all the logistics behind hosting a show. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) 
Very cool. So you started out as a social media manager. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about how this began? Yeah, so I actually worked in corporate as a social media manager at a local mall. Um, I hated it, actually. Um, the mall was just not a mall that I would typically shop at. So none of the stores were stuff that I enjoyed. Um, but that's kind of how I got my start. And then from there, I was about six months into working there. And I just was like, hmm, maybe I can do this for my own, myself because I had a like a lifestyle blog and I actually made a lot of pins go viral on Pinterest. Um, so then I was like, hmm, maybe I can like do like social media management for other people. So then I kind of dove into that and I did a social media management for a lot of different bloggers and stuff. And that ended up being really fun. But then it got to the point where I was like, I'm tired of being on my phone all the time. And, you know, with social media, it's not like a nine to five type thing. You're kind of there all the time. Um, I did protect my weekends. I was not doing anything on weekends, but still I felt like I was on my phone 24 seven, even past 5 PM, which was not ideal. Um, and then I found that everyone and their mom was like, yeah, I can run a social media campaign. And it was just so like, so saturated and so much competition that I was just over it because I was just, it wasn't my passion anymore at that time. So I decided, Hmm, let's do podcast management. I had my own podcast. I'd been doing it for about two years at that point, And I was just like, you know, let's see what we can do. I really enjoy all the logistics behind it. I enjoyed not the editing portion, but pretty much everything else and just making it all come together. Um, so then I decided to switch my business focus completely after three years of being in business, which was kind of scary because you think, are people going to like be receptive to this? Are my entire audience going to change? Um, but it ended up being really great. Um, I did this back in June of 2019. So it's been six or plus months. And it's been, it's been really good for me and I really enjoy it. And I'm just, I feel like I'm working a lot less because I'm not dependent upon when is my client going to post on social media so I can go engage because sometimes they would post at 8 PM or 9 PM. And that's not really ideal to having a consistent schedule. So, um, it's just been so much better and I'm not working crazy hours like I used to. Definitely. That's a big part of being a business owner is keeping in mind what that lifestyle is actually going to look like. Right. And what you want it to look like. And that's like, so many people forget that when they are their own boss, they can craft their schedule. And I think I forgot that because I was so like reliant on these clients and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you can change your mind. And I didn't think that I could. <laughs> well, it's very cool. I think a lot of people will be happy to hear a success story for that. Yeah. Well, what is one of your favorite memories in your business so far? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say, honestly, just meeting people in real life after connecting with them online. Um, one of my, so I have a second business that we have a podcast and we do um, online summits and things like that. It's like more of a passion project business, but it's still really fun. And meeting her, her name's Lindsay in person for the first time was so cool. And so like surreal at the same time. It was funny. Cause I was telling my husband like, Oh, I'm going to go meet Lindsay for the first time. We've been talking online for like, you know, a year and a half, two years at this point. And he's like, be careful. <laughs> you know, like it just seems really strange, but it's just been really cool because after we met, it was just like, one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, now I know why we're, why we're friends, why we got put in each other's lives. Now we have this business together and it was just really cool. And then just like being able to go to all the different conferences and stuff and just meet people in person that I've been following online, um, has just been really cool and eye opening and not something that I ever thought would be a reality for me. 
Totally. It's a good reminder that people online are also people in real life. Right. <laughs> Not everyone online is creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all just people. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Well, what does being a business owner mean to you? To me, it really is all about the flexibility and freedom. I just really love being able to pick when I work. And, you know, if I want to work on a Saturday morning, it's not really frowned upon because I'm the boss. And if I don't want to work on a Tuesday, then it's also not frowned upon because that's, you know, I can set my own schedule. And I just love being able to create something that is meaningful and, you know, something that I built from the ground up. It just feels so good. And um, it's just like, you won't ever under really understand it until you have your own business because like taking your business from zero to a hundred is just such a crazy experience. And it's just, it's amazing. And you know, no one will ever love your business as much as you do because it's your baby, but it's just one of those things that, you know, it's just such a cool experience and I can't imagine not doing it now. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I think a lot of business owners can relate to that for sure. It can be a challenge, but one of the best challenges ever. Right, right. I agree. It's just one of those things that is just like, I can't, I just, what would I have done if I didn't own my own business? Like, I don't, I can't imagine where I would be or what I'd be doing because it wouldn't be anything like what I'm doing now. Oh, you and me both. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and take a moment now and get into the sticky stuff. What are some of the major challenges in your business that you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? Well, really like that transition, even though it was my choice, it was a big hurdle and it was a big leap. And it was something that was very scary for me um, because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if I was going to have to start from scratch completely or if that was even going to be well received from my current audience. So that was definitely a big challenge, but it ended up being, you know, really great. But then there's also been things like there have been really tough months in business where I go from like a really high month to like the next month is super low. And it's just like a lot of like different roller coasters that we're all riding. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the whole income kind of being inconsistent sometimes thing. So it's just like being able to just ride that wave and kind of balance out the highs with your lows and really celebrate all the small wins. Because if you're not doing that, you're going to get really discouraged and you're going to like want to give up. So making sure that you kind of when the negative things happen, think about like the small wins that happen. Maybe you got to be interviewed on someone's podcast or you got another really cool opportunity or you've landed a big new client. Just like celebrating all those wins really helps, um, you know, you overcome those big challenges because there's definitely going to be quite a few. I mean, even now um, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with being pregnant and going to have a baby and, you know, I had to prepare for that and that was a big undertaking. So it's just, um, there's so much that is going to change in your, you know, in your business and your life and you just have to be able to roll with the punches. Absolutely. That's a, well, huge congratulations on the baby. I think we have very similar due dates, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Super cool. (laughs) Yeah. Those, uh, those roller coaster challenges are certainly a thing. And sometimes you have those days where everything went wrong and you just gotta say, chalk it up for what it is and get up the next day. And yeah, and then hope that the next day is better. (laughs) Yeah, very true. Well, my favorite question, how's your marketing going? 
Um, I would say it has its moments. Some days it's really, really great. And I'm like, okay, look at all these leads coming in. And some days I get so bogged down with client work or other things that I'm not really focusing as much on it, which is not good. Um, <laughs> I feel like that, that's a lot of people's issues. We definitely put a lot of work, especially service-based businesses. We put a lot of like time and energy into our clients when then we realize, oh, I kind of forgot about my own art. <laughs> I know I've been there a ton of times. Um, definitely, definitely probably not the only one either. But you know, some some days it's good, some days it's not so great. It's definitely something that is always an ongoing thing for me to tweak and kind of see where I can improve and what channels are actually working for me. Absolutely. With a service-based industry, it can <laughs> definitely become the cobbler's son syndrome. Right. It seems to be cool. Well, let's shift gears a little bit here and talk about your first jobs. What were some of the first jobs you had and how have those helped you? So I'm thinking back, the very first job that I had was like being a babysitter and then nannying. So those were like my first jobs. And while they're nowhere relevant to what I'm doing now, I think it really just helped me be more organized and have good time management because obviously you can't show up to your babysitting or nanny job late because I mean you can't show up anywhere late but for that it's like you know you're trusting someone with your kid so I think that's really important um and then I let's see what else I do I worked in retail a lot which was not my favorite thing ever but I think that taught me to be more patient just because people in retail can be horrendous especially when you work at like a higher end place it's like all these rich moms that are just not very kind to you sometimes. Um, so yeah, those are a couple of my first jobs. And then right before I got like my real big girl job, I did an internship in the oil and gas industry. And that was super eye-opening because it wasn't really my cup of tea, but it was just interesting to see how that business functioned. And it was for like an um, oil and gas um, publication. So they had a ton of different magazines and stuff. And it was interesting to see how they were still utilizing print and stuff and it's such a digital society um and they also had like online stuff too but like the print was still super big because oil and gas industry is like kind of like more old school um so yeah that was interesting too and i didn't love that job but it, it was i mean it had its it had its different things where i was able to learn how to um go to trade shows and you know communicate at those and just be a better communicator overall so i feel like all of my jobs, even though not relevant or related to what I'm doing now at all, um, taught me some good skills for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of my first jobs uh, was working for a newspaper, selling ads for a newspaper. Um, so I can definitely appreciate the uh, experience of having that worked with print media, especially in today's digital world, and what that looks like now. It's super interesting. I was like, how is this going to work? But like their target audience was so like, that was just so, um, you know, what they were looking for. And they, I think they still like the digital stuff, but they were just so into magazines and that was like what they knew. So it wasn't like that big of a deal that they weren't super adapting to the digital space. Sure. Hey, it's all about knowing your target audience, right? Exactly. Exactly. Very cool. Well, knowing what you know now about three years into business and having worked some other jobs, what kind of advice, more than three years, um, <laughs> what kind of advice would you give someone that's just getting started or what are some of the things that you wish you knew when you got started? So my biggest piece of advice would be to not 
over research because I'm not a person that does that, but I know so many people get hung up because Joe over here is saying one thing and then Sally over here is saying completely different thing and they conflict and people get so hung up on whatever one person is saying. And then they just are like, no, I can't do this. Like, this is just too much. And just like, don't like definitely be prepared because I'm someone who likes to be prepared, but don't let it be the bottleneck between you starting your business. Because I think that can be so detrimental and then you'll just never get started. Same for if you're like trying to do something big in business. Like for me, if I would have sat there and overanalyzed switching from social media marketing to podcast management, I wouldn't, I would still be here being a social media manager now, you know? So it's just like, don't let those kinds of things get you hung up. And then for what things I wish I would have known when I got started, um, I just wish I would have known um, more about how to price myself for what I was worth. Cause I was definitely not doing that because I just wanted to get clients in the door. I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. And then also like, I knew that I should have contracts and stuff, but I was, there were times where people would tell me like, Oh, you know, I don't want to sign a contract. So I'd be like, okay, fine. Because I wanted, you know, I wanted the client cause I needed money. Um, and obviously that's not something I would ever do today, but it's just like one of those things you live and you learn and get burned and then someone doesn't pay you and then you didn't have a contract. So, oh, well, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, those are some things I definitely wish I would have known just like pricing myself and then making sure that I enforced a contract and always had one no matter what, because if you don't, you're going to, you're bound to get burned at some point. Sure. Very smart. Good advice for sure. Um, So what inspires you to be your best self? I would say really just knowing that, you know, very soon I will have a child and really just like wanting them to see the best parts of me instead of the bad parts. Cause of course we all have negative parts about ourselves. So just knowing that, you know, there are people even in my audience, even not just like, you know, my future child, um, that are looking to me for advice. And I want to make sure that I'm showing up to be my best self for those people, no matter what, even if I'm having a crappy day or whatever. So I think it's important to just kind of know that there are always going to be people looking up to you, whether that's like a sibling, your child, you know, even just people in your audience that have been following you for a while. It's just important to um, continue to help those people and be your best self for them because, you know, they're looking up to you for a reason. Absolutely. And people can be very inspirational. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. There are people that I look up to too. So Cool. Yeah. I, I have a pretty big list myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Um, well, as we start to wrap things up here, is there anything else that you wish I would have asked or any questions that you want to pose to the audience for them to think of? I mean, not really. I think all your questions were good. I mean, I would just say like for everyone who, if you're just getting started on your business journey or, you know, you're maybe a year or so in, just don't, don't give up and don't be afraid to pivot. Like I have, it's really, you know, it's definitely scary, but it's, it could be the best thing you ever do for yourself and your business because I can't imagine still trying to manage Instagram and all these things. Um, now, especially with a baby on the way that just sounds miserable and draining. So don't be afraid to make pivots and make changes in your business that's why you're in business, right? You're not just in business to just do one thing all the time. If you don't feel aligned with it anymore, don't be afraid to change it because obviously you want to be happy too. You didn't go into business to do something that you hate. 
Great advice. Great, great point. It's, uh, I like to tell people your business should support your life. You don't need your life to support your work. Exactly. Exactly. It needs to be something that we're all passionate about and we enjoy. And you know, if that starts feeling stale or something, we're allowed to make a change. So don't, don't be afraid to do so. Absolutely. Great advice. Excellent. Excellent. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you? Yeah. So you guys can find me at savvypodcastagency.com. Um, um, I have a freebie there as well. It's the um, podcast launch roadmap. So I'll basically tell you the five steps you need to launch your podcast if that's something you want to do. Um, and then I also have my podcast, which is called Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, which is super meta because it's literally a podcast about podcasting. So I don't know how much more meta you can get. But um, yeah, so if you're looking to start a podcast, I am your girl. But um, yeah, and then you can also go check me out out on Instagram, which is where I hang out the most. And it's at Savvy Podcast Agency. So yeah. Very cool. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been a continuation of the breakfast series with the wonderful Jenny and really appreciate your time. Everybody have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something, or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.